Good morning. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now to everybody. Hey now. So, last week, I painted this painting. And it's for sale. If anybody wants it, there's pictures of it in the the other in the box before this box on my Instagram profile grid. But you know, for me, this was a significant development in my painting journey. And I look, we're taught growing up to you're not supposed to toot your own horn. It's not very good politically. For you to toot your own horn. Because then other people get mad at you. Because they want to toot their own horn. But they're not. They're refraining. So for you to like shine your colors that way. It's a little disrespectful. But having said that. I mean. I think this is a pretty fucking good painting. You know. I think this is pretty fucking good. I think this has depth. I think it has depth. I think it's pretty good. And I think it's like. It's leveled up a little bit, you know, from my previous works. This quarantine, I've been locked in a room with my thoughts and my paintings. Started really on this painting journey, you know. And then out of nowhere, this fucking thing came out, popped off. And this feels like a little bit more of a serious effort. Maybe tapping into something a little bit deeper. And it's for sale. It's here. It's for sale. I'm on my, hit me up on the DMs because look at this. You have this in your house. You, you're going to come off sophisticated and you don't have to, you don't have to say you could lie. You could say it's from an artist who's made like a hundred of paintings of this similar depth and quality. See when you move it back, see this and it there's, it's just. My lighting is shit because I'm lo-fi, but this is one hell of a painting. And it could be yours. It could be yours. All you have to do is hit me up on my DMs. Okay, so that's enough painting salesmanship. And now we will discuss the artistic process. And I truly believe... I truly believe... The uh, the artistic process is the same across all mediums. Even though painting's a new journey, I really think it's the same. And what and basically, it's like you just keep doing it. You keep just doing the ritual of the practice, exploring the craft, and then accidents happen. And the accidents are the good shit. And then you're like, fuck, like, I, there's no way I can, like, you can't intentionally create it. Not that I'm like Michelangelo or anything, but, you know, that was a, that's a pretty good painting. And I can't recreate it. I can't, because I, it was just, an, I was just in the flow. I was just feeling myself, not thinking, not trying to create a good painting, a little discouraged with painting, a little, a little being like, man, I've hit a wall, da da da, and then this thing came through, and now I have to sell it, 
but there has to be someone out there in the world who wants it. This like world has seven billion people, or even more. I don't know, but one that this painting means something to at least one other person, and one other person has significant funds to compensate me for it. So I believe I'm. I believe it's out there, and I believe that so it could bring life to someone's life. And I just want to sell it and get it out of my house because it's a reminder of like, it's like you have to just keep like, you can't intentionally do the, recreate the accident. You can't intentionally recreate the accident. You can't do it. You just have to keep going and then the accidents pop out. It reminded me of, um. What this comedian in LA he was telling a story. He was on stage, Quincy Johnson the third, and he was hosting his open mic. And he was on stage and he was talking about how comedy's hard. You know, because some people sign up and then they leave. They don't wait the whole time because it's a long grind and you're watching a lot of trauma. People just expressing their trauma, but thinking that that's art. Um, on stage so you're just catching a lot of bad energy but he said he was like comedy's hard man like you know sometimes after my best set i'll be in my car weeping because i don't know why the set was so good and i'm like that's the whole thing you can't you it's like you can't control this thing you can't control this thing my friend who's a musician he was like he was like i'm obsessed over controlling it but i wish i could be a little bit more spiritual and based about it and i'm a i'm on the more spiritual and based side i'm like whatever happens happens but it is annoying when like your next level kind of pops through the cracks you're the next level you're going to be at pops through the cracks and then it just shows you just like it's just like it's like an indicator. It's like, oh, I can I can do shit at this level, but now I have to put in the work to get to that level. Um, or I just have to keep waiting for it. So that's annoying. It's annoying, but it but it's the re- but but that's why it's magical. That's why it's mad. That's why being creative is so fun because it just like. There's like the con. It's really you. Really, it's you. Really, kind of get to see how there's both the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. Because like you start off doing the conscious mind, and then you let go, and the subconscious mind takes over, and then shit happens, and then you're like, oh man, like who really is steering the fucking car? You know what I'm saying? So, um, unfortunate. Another week of unfortunate events in the news with government, uh, the insurrection at the Capitol, very upsetting. In the beginning of quarantine, I was hanging out with a friend who's he's this tall blonde guy, and he comes from a lot of money, and he was we we were you know, both all traumatized, all riled up from quarantine. And he was like, David, but what it like America is crazy, man. Like what if these, you know, these white 
Trump supporters storm into the cities with guns and just start fucking shit up, start killing everybody. And uh, I was like, but dude, you're like tall, blonde, and blue eyes. You really, if that happens, you don't have anything to worry about personally. Like you're going to be like, I, Mr. Jew over here, have something to worry about. You're going to be fine. But, you know, with the insurrection of the Capitol, that, that conversation came back to me. I was like, oh, shit, maybe he's tapped onto something. Like, maybe maybe we're heading towards some, you know, it's about to get a little spicy. It's about to get even spicier than it already is. It's on a, it's, I saw a tweet that was like, there's no, there's no such thing as going back to normal. Like, maybe things are just going to continue to get crazy. So I was in the laundromat, and uh, there was this woman. She was old. She was like in her sixties, but she was very New York, like wearing all black. African American woman. She was just kind of clicking, and her and I started vibing. And so I asked her. I was like, we were talking about the insurrection at the Capitol, and uh, I was like, well, what do you think about that? What What do you think? What if people? What if those guys come into New York City and start just like fucking shit up? And she was like, we can take them. New York City got guns. We don't have guns that uh, you buy at the store, but we got guns, and we can fuck them up. And so I, I love that attitude. I love that shit. It's like, bring it on. Bring it on. We got guns. I was like, that's so, uh, that's such a nice attitude. It's so funny. I mean, it's really sad what's going on, but it's also, I like the attitude. I was like, let's not, let's take them. Let's take it to the house, you know? Sometimes you got to take it to the house. Because where else are you going to go? There's nowhere else to go. It's all... Where are you going to go? I don't know. Where am I going to go? I don't... You know, you can go other places. But, like, at the end of the day, I'm pretty much an American. You move to another country, but I I don't speak any other languages. I speak a little bit of Spanish, but like I don't want to. You see guys like that in Mexico and Rosarito, expats, and they're just like living that slow life. But it's just you know, there's no there's no external paradises within you know, and they're a little bored. I feel like I'd be I feel like I'd be bored anywhere else. I'd have to live in a city. You can go to other cities, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work right now, and there's no guarantee. You know, so we'll see how things play out. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't have much to say. I was, I wanted to, I wanted to call. I went through like a period of of loneliness and I wanted to call, I went through a moment, I had this moment where I wanted to call my ex, the woman who dumped me in quarantine, I wanted to call her because I was like a little horny and I, I thought there was a mind... And I was in my mind, I was like, well, maybe, 
maybe she'll come over and we could sleep together. We could consummate. I thought, but then I was like, don't do that, David. Like, there's no... It's there's no way that she's going to see your fucking name and be like, oh, David's calling. Oh, I'm happy to hear from him. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll come to Brooklyn and fuck you. That is not that is that would not happen. And and then, of course, it's not like I'm just being like, like, oh, I just want to fuck. It'd be like, oh, let's let's just go back to just like chilling because it was easy. But I didn't do that because that was a moment of that was a moment of horniness and a moment of of weakness. But I didn't do that. I thought to myself, I said, David, do not do that. You are an adult. You don't need to do that. So I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I called my friend instead. And I didn't even talk about wanting to call my girlfriend when I was talking to my friend until like three quarters into the conversation. I asked about him, how he was doing, focused on him. So it was a good, I was like, I was like, that was an adult. That, that was a sign of growth. I was a sign of growth that I didn't, I didn't call, I didn't call her. I didn't call her. And then there's other signs of growth. There's, you know, like I'm out here dating and there's some, and there's some women where you're just like, you, it's, it's just, you, you know, that it's not, that she's not the one that you don't want to, you know, carry on a relationship and then there'll be times where I'm like, well, maybe I'll hit her up and we could just, because I'm lonely and it would be fun to just have a, like, you know, a quick little thing or whatever. And then I don't do that either, you know, because it's, it's not, it's not nice. It's like using people to cure your own emotional instability in that specific time. And it's just like, that creates a mess. And everyone's out of their mind right now. I mean, I think like we're, we've normalized to being out of our minds. Like in the beginning of quarantine, it was just such a drastic shift in like the world climate that everyone was freaking the fuck out. And all the old trauma was just coming out at like, like, you know, like water spouts in Yosemite. But now it's kind of like settled in and everyone's like adjusted because people are very malleable. They know how to adjust. But everyone's still fucking crazy. Like everyone's still fucking crazy because there's no, no one's going. There's nowhere to go. Like there's, it's just life's on pause. Life's on pause and there's no, there's no entropy. There's no there's no randomness like you you can't just like magic can't happen because it's just like everyone's you know in a room and then you have to plan things i don't want to plan anything i don't, I don't want to plan anything i want zero plans i want zero plans i want to go i want to go out 
I want to go to an open mic or a show. And then I want to go to bars. And I just want to meet people and just be constantly just floating through this thing. I don't want to plan. I don't want to plan. I don't like planning. So, it's a crazy time. It's a crazy, crazy, crazy time. But the painting was exciting. That was an exciting development. It's kind of the same thing with everything, though. It's it's you just keep creating, and then and then thing things happen. Beam, things just unfold. I feel like that's when people say growing. I don't know if growing's the term. I think it's unfolding. I feel like we we start out as kind of like a flower, you know. It's like that's how babies are. They just bloom, right? They just bloom. And then the roughness and trauma and bullshit of the world just kind of makes the flower wither. And then becoming an adult is unfolding the flower, unfolding the petals. Until you go to a bloom. That's what I feel like is what's happening. I feel like I'm unfolding in this uh, quarantine. Because I think isolation is good. It's good if you're tough enough to handle it. And like law school was law school is pretty isolating. Studying for the bar is pretty isolating. So it's like you're used to it. It's definitely ruined my people skills though. Um though it's nice at the rock climbing gym, it's uh it's um sometimes I like Sometimes I'm just like, uh, it's just like, I'm, I'm overly, it's making me too sensitive to other people. I'm like, <laughs> but at the rock climbing gym the other day, I saw a guy that looked exactly like this old friend of mine who tragically passed away when he was like, how old was he? He was probably 24. I was 19. Kind of like an older brother to me. Um, but I saw a guy that looked exactly like him and probably was his age, probably was 24, and he looked exactly like him. He was just this big, muscular dude, like, and kind of with this, like, playful energy, long brown hair. And I just was like, could it? I was like, hey, Tyler. I didn't say it, but I was like, and the guy was a beast on the rock climbing wall. And. This guy, Tyler, was this, like, amazing athlete. Like, he's, he's like, a superhero. And I, in my head, I, I was like, man, there, like, there's Tyler. And I was like, of course that's not Tyler. But, like, sometimes maybe things could be doubles, you know? I was like, maybe, like, maybe that guy is not Tyler. But, like, he could, in, like, his story, his life, that guy's probably walking around, he's not Tyler. But I feel like there was some maybe, maybe... In, like, my reality, it doubled. You know, like, maybe he was, that was Tyler. Maybe there was two, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a possibility. Like, that also was Tyler. And that, in, like, the second part of the reality, of, like, my reality, I was like, maybe that was, he was just going through his life, but it was also Tyler visiting saying what's up. So, and I think in law and life, you can just choose what you want to believe. And it does, and, and who's going, who's to say, you know? 
that's the thing. You could take advice, but no one knows shit. So I just was like, hey, Tyler, what's up, man? How's it going? So it was good to see Tyler. It was good to see him. Uh, and he was a very strong climber. I'm really struggling on climbing. I've hit a wall. That's another thing. I hit. It's like levels of grind in this shit. My, my arms are so weak. Because in swimming and surfing, it's really back muscles. So I have very strong back muscles. But, but it's not so much in your arms. Even push-ups are more pectorals. And I'm good at push-ups. But arm strength is pull-ups. So now I'm focusing on pull-ups. And that's, and that's the story. That's the content. This is, this is all I can do. This is all I have to say. I'm, I'm, I'm without words. I'm struggling with speech and I'm without words. But, um, you know, follow the news, watch it pass, be, love yourself, love your loved ones, peace and love like Ringo, and, um, you know, eat some good food. <laughs>